Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. This is the podcast designed to help you lead your life enthusiastically today, tomorrow, and every other day. I am your host, Ron Kaiser, positive health psychologist, also keynote and TEDx speaker, and author of the triple award-winning book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. My podcast is The Mental Health Gym. It's your place for all kinds of information regarding wellness, positive psychology, my own spin on it that I call goal-achieving psychology, rejuvenating, and lots of other wellness-related information. It's also the place where you can contact me and even suggest guests for future podcasts. So we're up for a really unique experience today. Listeners to the podcast know that my goal is to always bring to you interesting speakers who are interviewees who lead their own lives with enthusiasm and have different ways of helping us to become the best versions of ourselves. And I don't think that I've ever had a hair loss specialist on the uh on the Rejuvenating podcast, but I know many of us deal with this as an issue and uh, don't think it's something we should keep in the back room. Is there something that we should know about it? How can that, how can dealing with hair loss, sorting that whole situation out, how can that help us to become the best versions of ourselves and lead our lives with enthusiasm? So today I am welcoming Dr. Ben Benham. And Dr. Ben is one of the leading board certified dermatologists in the United States. And his specialty is hair loss. Actually, he and his twin brother founded Happy Head. Uh, as a psychologist, I thought that was my, my job. It was Happy Head, but I learned <laughs> that there's now a different meaning for it. But Happy Head is designed to help individuals on an individual basis get past the kind of one-size-fits-all mentality of the hair loss market and answer some of the uh, misconceptions and, again, deal with it in as healthy a way as possible. Dr. Ben, welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. I'm so thrilled to have you with us. Hello, Dr. Kaiser. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honest. I've been so excited and looking forward to this podcast. I couldn't sleep last night. So thank you for having me. Well, didn't want to create a problem for you, but I am also really, really thrilled to have you with us. Let me ask you, Dr. Ben, just to, to set the, the framework for this, how prevalent is hair loss and how do we define hair loss? I mean, I know even when I was a kid, I would take a shower and I'd see hair mysteriously appearing around the drain. So, I, I, so I'm wondering how prevalent is it? What can you tell us about it? Sure. So first of all, Doc, you have very good hair, actually. I love it. I'm looking at it right now. It's really good. So, so I'll give you some stats. So according to American Hair Loss Association, 85% of men lose a significant amount of hair by the age of 50. And according to American Academy of Dermatology, 50% of women experience hair loss and thinning by the age of 50. So if you look at it, 
majority of people are experiencing some sort of hair loss by age 50. And, you know, when it, and the way we define hair loss, either you're thinning, that means, you know, you're, when you look at someone's scalp, you're able to see the scalp or you're balding. That means the hair is really gone. And basically now you can see the shiny head, you know, so that's how basically we define it. And uh, so that means uh, for those of us who are in life's second half century, there's pretty good chance that uh, we're experiencing one of those types of hair loss, men and women. Men and women, yes. You know, it's a couple of years ago, you know, no one would really talk about female hair loss. It was a taboo. But right now, actually about over, over, over 50% of our patients are actually females that are coming in and talking about hair loss issues. So, so it's becoming much more accepted in society and females don't feel really ashamed about it and they're coming in and talking about it, which is great because now we're actually helping both male and females basically, you know, deal with hair loss. Is there uh, any medical issue with losing hair? Is that should, should anybody be concerned about it? Well, sometimes hair loss could be a cause of an underlying medical issue. So, for example, you know, lack of vitamin D, low iron level, really low biotin level, along with, with like lack of like a really appropriate nutritional levels, like some, some patients that are vegan or vegetarian, you know, and also some thyroid issues could all lead to hair loss. So when someone comes in, you know, number one, we try to rule out all the underlying medical issues. And also, doc, another important thing is, you know, psychology, you know, stress and anxiety could also lead to significant hair loss. And, and I'll talk about that in a separate note. Uh, but so when someone comes in, and not all the time, but majority of cases, we do labs. So when a young female comes in who's 30 years old and basically weighs only 90 pounds, first question I'm asking her is like, okay, well, are you vegetarian? And a lot of times they'll tell me that they're vegetarians or they don't eat meat and they don't eat, you know, that or chicken. And then you do a lab work and you see that their vitamin D level, it's extremely low. Their iron level is extremely low and they're complaining about hair loss. And a lot of times what's going on is that it's three things. One, they're lacking the vitamins that's necessary for hair growth, which is vitamin D and iron. Number two, they're not taking in enough protein in their diet. So, I mean, unfortunately, they're eating salads here and there, and it's just not nutritious enough. It doesn't have enough protein. Your hair is made out of protein. So we, we supplement their diets with additional proteins and collagen and put on vitamin D and iron. And all of that basically will lead them to really good hair. Now, usually these are patients who had seen someone else and they've been put on medications for hair loss, but their hair is not growing. So by the time they're coming to me, I'm not really adding another medication. I'm just changing a little bit their lifestyle so that the medication works better. You see, if you, the example I always give is that let's say if you want to build a house. And you have all the bricks there in the world, but you guys don't have any people building the house. Then what's the point of the brick? Same concept with the hair. You could have all everything in the world, but if you don't have those foundations, basically the vitamin D and iron and collagen and protein, your hair is not going to grow out. Hmm. That's that's really interesting because I, I thought that the first thing I was going to hear is about all the medications and so on. And it sounds like that's not really the first step to, uh, to make that change. Well, the medications are important, but if someone really has a crappy diet and they're eating a lot of processed foods, you know, they're doing a lot of testosterone, anabolic steroids, eating a lot of energy drink, a lot of energy drinks, 
and they're eating, they're taking the wrong protein or the wrong stuff, it's then you're defeating the purpose. It's just not going to work. So you really got to go down to the basics and to the foundations and really fix the foundation first. You know, what you eat is how you're going to look like. Not all the time, but it's an important component. And we certainly evaluate that with every person that comes in. You know, and then once we evaluate that everything's good, then basically we'll move on to the prescription stuff and basically add on the prescription stuff. Because remember, if you don't have good vitamin D and iron and protein in your diet, the prescription stuff is not going to work as effectively. Hmm. I mean, it's the same idea of building the house, you know? You know, if you don't have the bricks, you can't build the house, no matter how much employees you got there built, you know, construction workers. So Super. that's one option. So that's one thing, but certainly, but another thing is, uh, and you might appreciate this, is that, you know, there's some patients that are also anxious, anxiety, you know, and anxiety will lead to hair loss, you know, from multiple different aspects. I think if you're anxious, actually, you know, one, uh, you, you're going to be pulling on your hair a lot more and physical manipulation of the hair will lead to more hair loss. Also, you know, unfortunately, patients go through a lot of different situations that stressful events. Now, I'll, I will give you a couple of examples. I had a patient of mine who was 18 years old. She was from an ethnic background where uh, she could not go on a birth control pill and could not use condoms. I ended up basically getting pregnant with her boyfriend, who whom she should not have at all to begin with, uh, and ended up getting abortion. And she could not tell her parents about any of this stuff at all. So imagine, you know, a girl like that who comes in, who's very anxious, uh, lives in a very traditional household, and we just had abortion, is only 18, and doesn't have anyone to talk to. That will lead to a lot of stress and anxiety in your life. And I'll tell you, you will, you will end up with a lot of hair loss. So, and honestly, part of my role in that situation is, you know, really just to give access and help, you know, some a therapist who she could talk to, you know, and obviously do certain stuff that will help her, help her hair because her hair is, is her really main source of confidence. So again, anxiety, you know, and the stressful events that people go through really has a lot to do with hair. Uh, and also a, a very classic example of stressful events is COVID. A lot of patients that get COVID actually do end up with COVID hair loss. It's because the stress of the virus causes that shedding, so telogen effluvium. And we've seen a lot of that as well. So, so when someone comes in, you really have to look at the holistic approach. It's really the entire body approach from psychology, from you know, their mental status, their home status, their stress, stress at work and at home and girlfriend and boyfriends, along with their metabolics and you know, their iron and vitamin D level and labs you know, and any thyroid disorder. So you really look at everything when you're making that diagnosis and giving them the prescription and treatment plan. Oh, that's really, really interesting that, I mean, like so many other things that aren't fully recognized in that way, that physical and mental health are so closely intertwined. And yes. I, I wonder, do, do most physicians recognize this or, is, you know, because I don't know how many people you know, when they start, I, I know with with men, a lot of times there's this male pattern baldness or things that, that kind of get accepted and somebody will go because they've got chest pain or they may deal with, with something else. Are physicians generally alert to picking up, you know, hair loss as a symptom? You, you know, yes and no. I mean, I mean, most no, you know, but... 
look, this is what I do on day in and day out. So, you know, we look at the problem a little more in depth than other people. You know, and look, but look, at the same time, there's some guys, a lot of guys that come in and all they have is just milk pattern hair loss. You know, they have no nutritional disorders. Life is great. No issues at home. No issues at work. There's no mental issues. And a lot of people fit in that category, like 70% or 80% of patients. But there's that 20% that's just not male pattern hair loss or general female pattern hair loss. You know, Mm -hmm. I think guys are easier to diagnose than females, you know. I mean, I mean, that's really the truth, you know, I mean, because a lot of guys don't have the vitamin D deficiency or don't have the iron deficiency. So again, everyone's case is different and you really have to judge it case by case. Hmm. So can uh, anybody grow hair with proper guidance or is uh, are there conditions where you can or can't or uh, I guess I can't ask it any clearer than that. yeah so it really depends I mean first of all it depends on the lab work and really what's the cause of the hair loss and there are many different type of hair loss there's just a regular male pattern female pattern hair loss which yes you could grow the hair out and there are medications for that and then there's some other hair loss what we call scarring hair loss and scarring hair loss is tough to treat you know, they're tough to treat. So the easy ones are a bit non-scarring hair loss, like male pattern ball thinning. With that one, there are multiple options. There's one called oral finasteride, which is Propecia, which is a prostate medication that's used to block testosterone and that causes hair growth. And I've seen amazing results from that. Amazing results. Then there is Rogaine, which is a topical product that's sold over the counter. Rogaine, the generic name is called minoxidil. And minoxidil is actual oral blood pressure medication that's used to control high blood pressure. But I've realized that since vasodilates the blood vessels, more blood gets to the scalp and that causes more hair growth. The way that Happy Head was discovered is because Propecia, one of the side effects is that is sexual side effects, such as decreased libido, erectile dysfunction, and testicular pain. So a couple of years ago in our office, we came up with a finasteride alternative, which is a topical finasteride, which means you're not ingesting it, but you're doing it topically. And in clinical studies, it's been shown that topical finasteride could have lower risk of sexual side effects. So when we started back in 2017, we were quite excited about it. So we made our own formula of topical finasteride with prescription-grade minoxidil. And we started giving that to our patients who had sexual side effects on the oral finasteride. And one thing we realized that those patients, majority of them, did not have the same side effects on the topical as they did on the oral. <clears throat> so that's how basically Happy was discovered. This is back 2017. Happy it was not discovered for another two years later. We didn't start it. We literally researched the product for two years in our office and really figured out all, all the kinks before we went live nationwide. But that's the story behind it. That's, that's really interesting. I'm going to ask you um, more specifically about Happy Head in a, in a couple of minutes. But uh, something that you said kind of triggered uh, this question in my mind. Since certain vitamin deficiencies and so on, can be contributory, uh, just like lots of other things, stress and, and other things. Is there a, you know, if, I, if I'm raising a child uh, or if I'm a young adult, you know, want to keep as healthy a head of hair as, as I can, um, is there a diet that you recommend or is there, uh, are there things that we should make sure that we're including in the in there to increase the odds. I know that you can't always 
you know, make it work, but to increase the odds of it? That's a great question. So first of all, uh, I think vitamin D is very critical. And I think everyone who is in their teens or late teens should definitely be taking good vitamin D. But you don't want your vitamin D to be below 30. So a good vitamin D actually will help your hair a lot. Number two, uh, especially for guys, I know basically a lot of guys love to work out and basically have muscles. So so some of those protein shakes out there known as whey protein isolates are bad for you because the isolates basically means what they do, they isolate certain amino acids, such as as leucine, isoleucine, valine. In high concentrations, those will increase your testosterone in the body and that causes more hair loss. So for guys who are doing muscle building, and working out, those whey protein isolates are bad. They're going to cause more hair loss. So an easy thing would be to switch over to whey protein concentrate. The whey protein concentrate is actually not only is not going to hurt your hair, it's actually going to help your hair. Whey whey protein concentrate. Concentrate, yes. Mm -hmm. Also, adding collagen to your diet helps a lot as well. So I I like the vital proteins collagen from Whole Foods. Uh, Also, I like uh, for females, iron. Iron is very critical. So vitamin D and iron for females are very important as well. So and also soy, I'm not a big fan of because a lot of soy will kind of mess up with your estrogen and testosterone. So I'm not a big fan of soy. Also creatine for workout is really bad, like really, really bad. I should stay away from that. And energy drinks are bad as well. And honestly, a lot of processed foods are pretty bad too. So staying away from processed foods. Oh, and also, so chicken. So chicken is great because it has a lot of its proteins, but there, as just, just like everything else, there's good chicken and there's bad chicken. So bad chicken are the chickens that one, are injected with hormones. Two, are the ones that are in a cage. That are, you raise a chicken in a cage. So why is that bad? It's because when a chicken is in a cage, it's trapped and it's going to run around like a chicken. <laughs> and what that does when it's stressed, when it's stressed, what, what happens is that your cortisol and testosterone level goes up. Go, they go up. So when you eat that chicken, you're eating a lot of testosterone. Hmm. But in contrast, pasture-raised chicken, those are chickens that basically just run around the wild in a big grassy area, are not injected with hormones, and eat good stuff, basically are a better quality chicken meat. And that basically also makes a difference. So, so we're coming increasing your protein in your diet. So chicken, but make sure it's pasture raised, no anti- inject antibiotics or hormones. And, you know, so that's important. So we like chickens, stay away from MSG, stay away from DHEA, anabolic steroids, testosterone, stay away from processed foods, uh, energy drinks and soy milk and whey protein isolates. So, so these are kind of like basic stuff. If you do them, actually you're going to have better hair. So a lot of things that work for other things really are, are good for you from, from a hair standpoint. Yes. Vitamin D seems to uh, come up so often in so many uh, in so many things that uh, see, I'm sure it has to be good for you in many, many ways and you know, oh, protective yes. against a lot of things. You said that the majority of people over 50 uh, do have hair loss and... Um, about half of our listeners fit into that uh, age range. And I'm wondering if if somebody has basically been bald for a while uh, or had thinning hair, things of that nature, and they're up in, you know, 60, 70, so on. Is there any 
reason other than say vanity to uh to address hair loss that, or is in other words is there some potential deteriorating effect that can happen or if you're if if you're happily bald you just stay that way or if you're happily bald, stay happily bald. That's what I say. Yeah, it's just a vanity reason. I mean, look, as long as you check off basically the underlying conditions, you don't have a thyroid disorder, you know, things like that, you're good. There's really, it's just all vanity. Okay, well, I want to learn a little more specifically about you and your approach. And uh, first of all, how did you get into the hair loss business? I'm always interested in people's journeys. And again, you're... You're a first for me, so I'm just kind of interested in how you do that. Great question. So there are two of us. It's, it's We are twin brothers who both went to med school and their residency. I'm a board-certified dermatologist, and Dr. Sean, my brother, he is a hair transplant uh, surgeon. Believe it or not, ever since he was in high school, he always wanted to be a hair loss specialist. Can you believe this? See? I mean, I, I don't know what, what drives you to that, but... He always he was always fascinated with hair. I mean, he really was. So and so we once we both finished residency, we set up a clinic which is dermatology and hair restoration. And what happened was that I really started to find. Um, we started just to see more hair loss patients just because of Dr. Sean, because of him. And I just started became becoming more more fascinated with it. You know, I mean, how do we really help these patients that have significant hair loss? So really, my fascination peaked from there. And you know, we do a lot of research in hair, and we our goal is to think outside of the box and to really make a significant change not just in our clinic, but actually make a dent in the hair restoration field. You know, our goal is to become leaders in hair restoration. And, you know, I think we have really done that. We have done a lot of things over the past many years that really set us apart from everyone else who does hair, you know? So I'll give you a couple of examples. So with respect to a hair transplant, you know, Dr. Sean was one of the very first ones to start doing the new technique of what's called FUE, which is follicular unit extraction, where you extract one hair at a time. He started this back in 2008 when no one else was doing it. And right now he's literally one of the only people in the country that does 2,000 to 3,000 hairs in one single day. That's a lot. Number two, I was one of the pioneers of stem cell hair loss in the U.S. So I use stem cells for hair restoration, and I've modified our own PRP technique to really be one of the best in the country. And also, we you know came up and invented and created Happyhead, which is a kind of like a complete different thing on its own, which is a topical prescription grade uh, product that's customizable. So, and even more than two years after launching the product, we're still the only company in the U.S that has a customizable topical hair loss solution that's available available nationwide. So, so yeah, so, you know, our goal was to really set out and really change the field. And, you know, I think we've really done that. So when you talk about a customizable prescription grade product, does that mean, is that based then on what, what the lab work showed that uh, what 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 makes it customizable? Oh, I see. So what makes it customizable is really well, basically, is us talking to the patient and really figuring out basically what it is they have tried, they have not tried. Our typical standard formula has three ingredients in it: finasteride, minoxidil, and retinoic acid. But you have to realize that not everyone is necessarily going to respond equally well to each one of those ingredients. A lot of the other products out there is just mass produced. They have those three ingredients and you're done. 
But with us, since it's customizable, so you could change the concentration of those ingredients, mm-hmm. but also you could take out any of those ingredients and add something else in instead. So it's really, truly customizable. So, so for example, you know, we have a 0.1% finasteride, but you know, you could do it to a 0.25, you know? So if you don't like 0.1 and you want to see better results, you say, hey, I want the 0.25. Great, we'll send you one that's 0.25. But when you come back a month later, say, you know what? That minoxidil is not working out with me. Can we take it out? Absolutely. We can reduce the concentration or take it out. So that's the whole point of uh, customizable. We really set a system where things could be changed easily. And that's a little bit different than the traditional corporate thinking, you know, because traditional corporate thinking is that you produce things in large volume and reduce the cost. Our idea was like, no, every individual person is unique. So one thing that's going to work for you is not necessarily going to work for the next person. We believe in individuality and people that are unique. And we believe that what you put on your head, it's going to be unique as well. So, so that's how we came up with the idea. And that's how we grew the company. It was not easy, but we did it. Boy, that's fascinating. Um, I think I'm going to ask a question that you're going to say it depends for the answer, but how long does hair loss treatment take? You know, if somebody starts with you, uh, you know, usually it's a great question. So usually we say six months. I mean, look, if you're going to try one of our topicals, give it six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, your hair is not going to grow out overnight, but you know, if six months, usually people see results. Now you are located on the West coast. Yes. We are located right outside of Santa Monica, California. That's right. Yes. And uh, so obviously people in Southern California have access to, to Happy Head. What about, I live in Philadelphia and uh, well, I guess my hair isn't as good as yours. You're, you're good at, <laughs> advertisement, but-, but I don't I, know, your hair is pretty good actually, Doc. Your hair is very good. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think I need your product, but if I did, uh, would I have to fly out to California or what, uh, how, well, how would I- yeah. So the way you get it is that, so that's why we made our website Happy It. Happy It is a telemedicine website. So, and we have doctors in every state and basically pharmacies that are licensed in every state. Oh. So the way it works is you go on our website and it will really take five minutes. You submit your photos, fill out a medical questionnaire, a doctor within 24 hours reviews it, writes a prescription, you get a bottle in three days. Hmm. Boy. Fantastic. So there's no no excuse for not getting started. Yeah, we'd love to see you out here in Los Angeles, Doc, but you can still stay in Philly and you can still get the product. No problem. Okay. Well, that's that's wonderful. And all this information, of course, will be in the show notes, how we reach you. But tell us the, the website again is Happy Head. That's Seems to be a theme here. Happy head. Yeah, it's a happy head. Yeah, it's, it's a happy head. Yeah. So, and, you know, and if there's any question, you can always reach out to us. Uh, it's basically help at happyhead.com. And we'll be more to answer to answer any questions. Okay. That's terrific. It's, I mean, I think that there's, what, I, what I've really learned is that there are various reasons that people may lose their hair. Some of them are could be potentially serious so that while it may not be, you can find out whether it is or not and maybe do some things to slow the process and that there are things that can be done that can really help most people. Yes. Um, And is there 
Any any age limit on this, or is it? Yeah, it's eighteen. You have to. I think it's eighteen. You have to be adult, basically, since prescription is eighteen. And yeah, and also we don't charge for the consultation. You're just really just paying for the product. So mm-hmm. you can summon a consultation, you know, and you know if you're not a candidate, we don't really, you know, we just refund your money. I mean, that's, that's how even better news. That's, a, that's yeah. You don't get that everywhere. Um, no. Yeah. But, and what about at, at the other end of the age cycle? Is is there an age where, you know, adding more of this stuff is dangerous or is it something that if, if you want to do it, go for it? Yeah. Well, here's the look. Everybody's hair loss is different. And that's, that's why it has to be evaluated by a doctor. And, you know, we have dermatologists, board certified dermatologists that evaluate every patient. But also, look, if someone's losing a lot of hair, then none of these products are going to help you. And some patients may need hair transplants. So, again, everyone's unique. Okay. Well, this has been really, really enlightening. Really appreciate you taking the time to go over this. All the information that you gave us will be in the show notes. We may have to uh, get back to you to find out the spelling of some of those uh no problem. Anytime, Doc, you reach out to me. No problem. Okay. Well, it's, I really appreciate you know how how helpful you've been to me and, and to the listeners, and look forward to uh, hopefully uh, having a few more people with with more hair as as a result of this. And uh, so, once again, while this was kind of a unique situation for us, this is you know, uh, been a really, really helpful program to help people to add to their arsenal of ways to lead their lives with enthusiasm, to become the best versions of themselves. And if one of those ways is with more hair, we know that we've got an option for doing that. So thanks again, Dr. Ben. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so Uh, much for having me. Really pleasure. I hope that some of you listeners will be telling your friends about it, download the podcast, rate it, review it, be back next week when we'll have another really, really interesting guest to help us lead our lives with enthusiasm. In the meantime, please visit the Mental Health Gym website. And again, it sounds like if you have any issues or any doubts in the area of hair loss, since the consultation is free, not encouraging people who aren't interested to, to take up Dr. Ben's time or anybody's time. But, uh, you know, I think it's always worth finding out what options there are for you or if it makes sense or what it would entail and so on. So hope you'll be in touch with him and be back next week. In the meantime, everybody have a real good week. Stay safe and looking forward to seeing you again in another week. Take care. Thanks again, Dr. Ben. Thank you, Doc. Thank you so much.